Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're talking with author Kelly Hoey about her book, Build Your Dream Network. And I loved this idea of chatting with Kelly and getting some of her tips because, you know, literally every opportunity that I've gotten in my whole entire career, it has been from my network. It's been from making friends, making connections, putting myself out there, asking people for help trying to pick whose ever brain I can, getting mentors in place, you know, connecting other people unselfishly so that they can rise up and they can have more opportunities. And so I think this is really a lost art, you know, building your dream network and understanding the financial importance to building your dream network. You know, I don't know if you've applied for a job lately or maybe you're trying to get a business breakthrough, But it just doesn't work if you don't have this amazing network that is, you know, willing to push you further than you've ever wanted to be pushed sometimes, but also encouraging you and providing opportunities for you to meet new people or to maybe, you know, interview for that new job, whatever it may be. So the income potential, the financial potential of building your dream network is It's literally beyond what I can even put words behind. It is really what has built 
my entire financial foundation and my entire financial future. So I hope that you really enjoy this interview with Kelly Hoey, and then you rush out and you go buy her book. joining us on the podcast. I am so super excited to talk about your book and all of the amazing tips that I know you're going to have for our listeners. I Let's dive in. I can't wait. Awesome. So tell me a little bit to start off kind of your career path and how you really went about building your own dream network. So my career path is only explained by networks and relationships. Um, I sort of say, how do you have a, a lawyer who was trained and educated in Canada, you know, in bankruptcy and insolvency law, end up as an author in New York City? And so for me, it's always been people in those relationships that have created opportunities and opened doors. And it's, you know, I say it's a really terrific question. Uh, you know, how, how did I build my dream network? Uh, I moved to New York in 1998. I think I knew a handful of people, really, like five. Uh, <laughs> and, and I had to, person by person and, indi- you know, individual by individual, um, you know, build a entirely new and, and a variety of new networks that continue to fuel um, my career uh, and the opportunities that are coming at me right now. Awesome. And what do you think, like, you know, I, I get a lot of people who always say, especially, you know, somebody who's maybe like in their 20s, um, and, and they don't understand really the power of, you know, a network and, and how that can actually lead to, you know, careers and money and opportunities and things like that. What do you think is the most, you know, valuable aspects of, of building a strong network? Well, I'd say, you know, for your listeners, you really want two networks, and or two types of networks. You want a narrow, deep network. That's the type of network where people really have your back and they are going to be the ones who give you feedback, friends who will give you guidance, mentor you, you know, sort of give you the, you know, why, why did you invest in that? Or why would you spend your money that way? Or what the heck are you doing with that PowerPoint presentation? Uh, or whatever the, the feedback is. And, and, the, and that's, and that narrow, deep trusted network. Like I said, that's the one that's your, your, your closest team and and how you can really gather those, those close advisors. But you also need a broad, shallow network. And that is where the diversity of experiences and industries and interests comes in because that broad, diverse network is the one where opportunities come from. So where you need feedback, you need people who have got your back, but then you need to have those, I want to say that power of loose ties so that you have a network that feeds you opportunities. And so as an example in my own career, and yes, I I do detail it in my book, uh, is I um, realized in 2001, I wanted to make a career change and I was staying in the legal industry, but 
at that time, I didn't have a network that would permit me to make a change from being a practicing attorney to moving over to the management side of a law firm. I had a very deep, narrow network with lawyers who were doing corporate law, Wall Street bankers, you know, finance type people, but I didn't have a network that provided more variety so that I could, you know, I want to say, explore and discover other careers, even within the legal industry. So I had to start expanding and diversifying my my network. So I started to meet the people who were doing marketing and professional development and women's initiatives and things like that. And it took in this, you know, kind of here's the reality check. It took 18 months to build a network that was trusted and diverse and, and fed me opportunities. And, you know, that's kind of the reality of networking. You've got to build it before you need it. Uh, and, uh, you know, for your listeners, you know, follow that advice and you'll thank me later. <laughs> right. And take your time with it, right? Because not everybody sort of belongs in your, you know, your network. Oh, people and people will flow in and out in different ways, and someone may be passively silent for years, and then boom, they're they're in your face again, and they're creating opportunities. I mean, we're talking about building relationships, not a transaction, and so human relationships ebb and flow, and they grow and they you know contract, uh, but it's a question of building and creating that bond with somebody else. So if you're thinking of networking as a transactional exercise, you know, that's sales. And I would say that's a unique skill set and, and a unique time where you use that kind of skill set. Um, and that's definitely not my expertise. Right, exactly. Awesome. So talk to us a little bit about the book, like the evolution of the book. How'd you come up with the idea? And what was the process like to actually create the book? Uh, terrific question. So the book came around and came about to solve my own problem, which was how do you like your podcast? Maybe it's part of that was solving your own own problem uh, in sort of speaking in startup entrepreneur speak. Sure. In the sense that how can I give my advice instead of one to one? How can I give it one to many? And so writing a book was the idea uh, to be able to do that. The real, you know, you should write a book and, and the desire to do that came from signaling in my network. And as I say to people, sometimes you need to listen and, and really take in the, the signs and the signals that your network is sending you because they may see more in you than you see in yourself. And they may indicate possibilities that you've never imagined. So pay attention to that signaling from your network. Uh, you know, when I told people finally that I was, you know, going to write a book, it, it was almost like like a collective sigh of relief from all of them. Like, <laughs> like oh, finally. <laughs> the process itself. I mean, for your listeners who are people who are in jobs. Um, and I think people should realize there is a f immense power in having a job. There's a power in a paycheck. There is a power in the mentoring and leadership that you are either exercising or experiencing so that you're gaining a skill set um, and learning your own craft and how you're going to be a leader or a manager. Um, I had a four and a half month deadline from my publisher. Wow. My true writer friends were mortified. They said to me, "Oh my God, you need more time. You're not. You're not going to meet that deadline." 
And I reminded them that in my past life, I was a transactional attorney. And in my mind, <laughs> my, right. my editor, my editor, my publisher said, you know, the client said, here's the closing date, January 15th. And I said, okay, I don't know how I'm going to get this done, but it will be done on time. So awesome. Yeah, I love that. Right. So the, pa- the past life pays off for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you mean everything I think we do in our careers are it's, it's paying, I'd say sort of like a lesson for someone else. If I could look back at my own life and sort of say to my 20 year old self, you know, be a little more proactive in seeking out the projects, the skills, the experience, you know, do look ahead 5, 10, 15, 20 years and imagine where you'd want yourself and then back into that by building the skill set, the expertise, building that network so that you can step into those roles because the last thing you want to do is be on the, the step of, all right, my next career I want to, you know, and fill in the blank and then find out there was things within your control two years, three years, five years earlier, 10 years earlier, whatever it was, and go, oh, shoot, right? If I'd known then that I you know, needed to do these things, I would be that much closer to my next career ambition. Yeah, that's great. I love it. So are there any, you know, are there a couple lessons maybe from the book that you can kind of pull out um, to talk to us about that are, you think are like most impactful? Well, one of the things I want to highlight in the book and, you know, like any, any good piece of networking is they always say it's, it's, uh, you know, you know, kind of, you got to have the give and the get, uh, and, uh, you know, networking's not all about you. It's also about the other person. There's some really great case studies in the book where I had some extraordinary people in my network share how they reached or attained a certain goal. And you'll really see that these are network stories. So Catherine Finney talks about her successful crowdfunding campaign, you know, sort of spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) Crowdfunding is not about the platform. It's about your network. And can you network effectively? And Catherine really lays it all all out, how how she was successful crowdfunding. Guy by the name of Joe Styler shares how he started at the, um, I want to say the customer service help desk, an entry-level job at GoDaddy, and how he landed in the most coveted department and one of the most coveted roles in that entire company. And it is a networking, a skill building, and a community building teamwork that enabled him to to make a role, to, to make a career in a company and in an area where he initially had absolutely no experience. Um, so there's really some, there's some really terrific, I want to say, insights from, from those case studies. What, and I've sort of hinted at it in a prior answer, here's, here's my big thing for your listeners. In your career, whether you choose to stay within a company, start your own business, whatever you do, here, here's, the three, here's the three ingredients that I would say you need to think about, and the earlier you do, the stronger your career and your pathway is going to be. Build your expertise. Be known for something. Um, you know, and, 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 and your expertise may change, but learn your craft, learn your skill set. you know, become that expert, uh, become that go-to person, uh, build your network ideas without a network are just ideas. And as I always 
also say to people, in this day and age we live in now, it's not who you know or what you know, but who knows what you know that leads to possibilities. So you not only need to have that expertise and have a network, you got to let them know what you're an expert in and what it is that you're seeking to achieve next so that they can help you and they can seek out opportunities for you or feed them to you. The third piece on this, and this is the one that sometimes people go, what? The third piece in this build your, the third one is build your bank account. And this is not just your retirement fund. This is your yes me fund. And this is the thing that, you know, that bank account that enables you to, um, you know, know that you've got, you know, your rent paid. Uh, Maybe it's you know, how you pay your developers because you're going to create a new app. Uh, Maybe it allows you to take a job that pays less than the one you're in now, but it's the one, it's the new job is the one that's really going to fuel your future because it ties to your ambitions and your passion and your expertise. um, And, but it's something in the short run that, that pays less. Having a yes, me fund is what has enabled me to angel invest. It's what has enabled me to, to write this book. Uh, no one pays you when you're writing a book. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, you know, maybe, maybe after a really successful book, I'll, I'll be the type of author that commands advances that, you know, can pay my pay for my lifestyle. But in the meantime, you need to you need to work or you need to have some savings. So, you know, yes, we are always educated on, you know, save for a home, um, save for your retirement. Save for yourself. And so, you know, look back and what would I advise my earlier career self? It's like, okay, there's a lot of shoes and people know I love shoes. There's a lot of shoes I probably didn't need to buy. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a few more ways I could have been a little bit smarter and be and building a bigger yes me fund and i can tell you right now having that yes me fund if i'd known that earlier i would started that a heck of a lot earlier in my career yeah i mean i i always try and you know tell people that you know, having this, and I love the way you put that, the yes, me fund. I mean, it just gives you choices, you know, and when, when you don't have choices, then that's sometimes how you get stuck wherever you're at, you know, so I think that's awesome. Well, well, it's, it's also too, even if you are happy in your job, having that yes, me fund can make you more powerful in your job in the sense that what's the worst thing that can happen to you? You know, you, exactly. you lose your you lose your job, or you say, "Oh my God, if I don't, you know, um, if I'm not the yes person to my boss, I'm going to lose my job." Well, guess what? Who cares? You know, when when you know your rent's paid and and you've got the breathing space to go and find another job, you do have the 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 power to be more powerful in your job. I love that. So for somebody who's listening who maybe like, let's say they're, you know, kind of new in their career, you know, and they have, they have, they know they need to build a network, but they have no idea how to start this. You know, what are the, what are the questions or, or who should they be, you know, seeking out to at least make that kind of first build to their network? I mean, everyone has a network. And I think that's one of those things we forget about. You have friends, you have family, you have you know, college classmates, you have coworkers, uh, neighbors, people you may see on a commute every day, people at the gym. There's that we already do have a network, but as to growing a network, I always get people, you know, I was going to say, get, catch them at this, and I say, no, 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 don't start at the end. 
don't start at the tactics, like what group I should go to and, you know, should I be part of a meetup and do what, should I volunteer? Go to the start. What's your goal? Where are you headed? What is it you want to learn? What are you curious about? Think of something specific and then think of the people who are connected to that and then think of the ways you can meet and engage and, and build a network from there. So take, for example, you know, being new to a new city. Um, one of the case studies in the book, Jennifer Johnson Scalzi, who is a legal recruiter, she moved to New York, was building a practice area at a firm, moved to a city where she knew no one and in a new job. So she was like completely at, you know, sure. You know, start out of water. Yeah. 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 Go back to the start. Do not collect $200. Right. Right. No Pesco. Right. And, and what she did was some research and she, all right. She's like, okay, where do people who are the type of people I need to recruit? Where do they hang out? What is organizations and associations do they belong to? Uh, and as she shares, you know, she discovered there was an organization, the legal marketing association. she, signed up for one of their events. She arrived, she looked around, she realized they needed help. She volunteered, you know, I'm gonna say spoiler alert, here we go. Handing out name tags at an event is the best way to meet everybody. Exactly. I am always, I always volunteer, even at my own events. I'm like, I'm going to be the one out there, you know, it, checking people in or whatever it may be. Absolutely. And if, and if you're, if you're, Doing something for the, like, okay, where do I start? Sometimes the best place to start is by observing and listening and watching. So go and volunteer. Keep your hands busy. Keep your eyes and your ears open. Understand the lay of the land. Watch the dynamic. See and see where there's opportunities to get involved. But you know, there's a, there's one way I would say if you're new in your career, you know, to kind of look around and say, all right, let me go and be, you know, kind of the the good volunteer and the good listener, and that's where I'm going to see opportunities where I want to deepen relationships or get more involved or seek out more information or whatever it is. But you build a network one relationship at a time. I love it. That's awesome. This has been such great advice. I love this. I mean, really building a network has, I I launched my first business when I was 19 in college and, you know, that network has carried me all along. So I cannot preach enough the power of your book and what you're talking about. Uh, Where can people find you? Where can they get the book? Uh, Where can they find more out more information? They, I want to say, as they can find me on Twitter where I'm Quite often I'm hanging out, and that is at J.K. Hoey, H-O-E-Y. My website is jkellyhoey.co, and my book is, I want to say it's at major major retailers from Amazon to Target, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. It's out there, so um, would love to hear their networking stories or questions, so come find me and let's, let's, solve, let's solve your challenges. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, uh, every Friday I host a Q and a with my listeners. So I, you know, I'm definitely going to encourage uh, all my listeners who are listening, who have questions, anything maybe directed towards Kelly, maybe we can get some, some kind of success stories and some questions as well to bounce off to you for a couple of those episodes. Would love it. Absolutely love it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time, Kelly. This has been great. And um, I hope everyone rushes out and gets your book and starts building this dream network. Thank you so much.
Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC.